Are, uh, are we ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready anytime. Well, go ahead. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski. And with us today is our frequent guest, Alex Clark. Special guest star. Oh, sorry, our special guest star. Wow, did I, did I get a new title once I reached some episode threshold? I think so. It's like, wouldn't frequent guests be better than special guest? Well, I thought he just, I thought he'd rather be special than frequent. That's up to you, Alex. Oh, man. I don't know which one uh, carries more clout. Well, frequent special guest? Yeah. Frequent oh, okay. special guest. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. The majority of his appearances are special. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I understand that uh, some some souls were sold this past Sunday. Is that, is that correct? Some souls were sold. Uh, yeah, apparently. Well, I mean, from a strategy standpoint, I don't think any souls were. They didn't need to sell souls, but people make claims. Are we talking about the football game? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> The the Same. Falcon the Falcons had the single worst half of play calling I've ever seen. So I just couldn't believe what they were doing on offense. Yeah, it was pretty silly. Couldn't believe it. They were ahead after they were ahead. I believe I saw some stat after they were ahead like twenty eight to three. They ran the football five times. Ugh. Typically, you'd run the football to run out the clock. That's a bigger enemy than the opponent at that point. But yeah. nah, they'll expect us to run, so let's pass. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're within field goal range. Yes. Oh my God. And they get knocked back, what, 25 yards or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, between yeah. The, the sack and the blatant holding penalty. Like, <laughs> I didn't yeah. actually watch it, so. Yeah, <laughs> I only ended up watching the second, or the end of the second half, which was, oh. I guess, the interesting part of the game anyway. Yeah. Yes, the good part. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, to me, it was bad. It was just like, it's everyone's going to call it this historic comeback, but it was not even like that good because it's like, you, they only came back because the other team made so many mistakes. Yeah, I watched Kubo and the two streams instead. Oh, how was that? That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Same people that did like Coraline and stuff. Yeah. So why, I guess, why does the NFL continue to have the unanswerable, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Overtime. Uh, overtime. Drives. Yeah. Why not give the other team a chance to actually match it up? I mean, it reduces the total amount of time that the game might continue. Correct. And that's the main reason. And that's more of a stipulation of like the players union. Right. Oh, really? Not wanting the game to be become longer, which just creates more injuries. Oh, I guess I never really realized that was the reason. They do everything they can to shorten the game, the players' union, and the league kind of wants to extend the game so that they can sell more ad time. Right. I guess so. Like, I just kind of wonder, like, if you like, you get lucky on the coin flip, do you get the first, you know, pass at it, and then you score a touchdown, and there you go. But this is better than the old rule which was whoever just scored first. So all you had to do was receive the kickoff and go and kick a field goal. Oh, right? wow. yeah. Because now if you go down and kick a field goal, the other team gets the ball back. Yeah. So, you know. Progress. If, but if you go and score a touchdown, you win. So it makes the team going first go, you know, try to make a play instead of just, you know, settle for a field goal. That's the theory behind it. That makes sense. Yeah. Sure, the college system is great. Those players are kind of slaves to the system. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some seven overtime game, you know, well, they don't care. It was great for ratings, but they don't have to play the players anything. And there's no players union. So there's no one to really argue with them. So who sold their soul, do you think, for that to happen? Oh, which one? The the game? The result of the game? Yeah. I mean, certainly Tom Brady didn't have one to begin with, right? right. Probably not. <laughs> he did go to Michigan. Ooh. And apparently he wants to make America great again. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't we all, though? Really? I thought it was already pretty great. So. Yeah. I had heard a segment on NPR of how a lot of the New England Patriots were like 
Trump supporters and would constantly get asked questions in press conferences around the election. And but they live in a heavily like blue area. And so fans became not happy with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard they got very good at the uh, the non-answer answer. Correct. <laughs> the non-answer. We're just really focused on the next game. <laughs> Who sold their soul? Let's go. Who had a soul to sell? It's not Belichick. Um, well, you could you could say uh, Cardinals former Cardinals wide receiver Michael Floyd did because he got a drunk driving arrest in uh, in the Phoenix area somewhere after a game. Right. Uh, was then cut by the team and picked up by New England. Right. And then New England won the Super Bowl. Yep, I remember oh, this. Yeah. So he drove drunk and won a Super Bowl ring because of it. Good job. So that's it. All we right, found we our figured winner. Figured out. Great. <laughs> <laughs> This is a conspiracy corner. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> we can cue up the uh, theme song for conspiracy corner. Conspiracy corner. What's next on the conspiracy? See, didn't uh, <laughs> didn't Howie Long's son also win a Super Bowl ring that day? Yes. Yeah. Huey Long. <laughs> Huey Long. <laughs> you know, it could be Huey Long. <laughs> We don't know. From the afterlife. <laughs> you know, I'm in heaven, but I might be willing to. You alone? Hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's those deep cut jokes about politics from the 1930s that really <laughs> land with the target audience we have. People want to hear about politics from now. <laughs> this will just make it all. This will all just make it into the director's cut. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> So I guess what other sort of shady dealings were going on related to the Super Bowl? That's our conspiracy corner for the day. Did Alex have a personal stake in this particular Super Bowl? I, I did not. I avoided the betting. The betting line on it was like, I didn't want to bet on either team. So. Oh, Charlie did have a question about betting in general that maybe you could answer. Oh, certainly. <laughs> so we're talking about off-track betting. As we often do. <laughs> As one does. He went down to the old OTV. Yeah. <laughs> we were wondering, is the whole reason for OTB to basically enable problem gamblers? I can't really. It's like, what's the reasoning for going someplace to go gamble on horses, but not actually see the horse race? So the, the theoretical side of this, right, is that you don't live anywhere near an actual horse racing track. I suppose so, yeah. And so you can't just go to the track. Because at the track, you can just bet on races at any track. Oh, really? It doesn't have to be the track that you're at. Right, right. I can go to Delaware Park, which is a co- just a couple miles from here. And I can either go outside and physically watch the race, right? Or I can watch the race on a TV screen of what's happening outside. <laughs> or I could watch just any other race and just bet on any other race that's going on at any other track that their whatever their TV feed is linked in with. You probably don't even need the TV feed. Like, I'm sure if I go there at two in the morning, there will be one track running. It's probably Australia. And you can just bet on horse races in Australia overnight. Oh, so I. But this still seems like you're just enabling gamblers. <laughs> you know, I know I know a guy who knows a guy. So I have an edge. <laughs> <laughs> Betting on stuff that's all the way across the globe. I guess it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. But but like enabling problem gamblers, I think any gambling establishment is kind of doing that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Just one type of gambling over another. You could say building a casino anywhere would do that. I think they do frequently say that. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to be an argument that comes up. <laughs> yeah. I guess Adam and I are very 
casual, if not really gamblers at all. So I'm not really for us, it's like, why would we bet on a horse race if we didn't get to see a bunch of horses racing in person? I mean, that I guess like the attractive part of it. I mean, I guess if you just treat it as I'm going to spend this much money on entertainment and right. every so often they give me money and back. Then yeah, then, mm-hmm. then it's OK. I guess it's the more just the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the idea of, oh, man, this is going to be it. Nope. But this one's going to be it. Nope. But now this one's going to be it. Nope. But now this one's going to be it. Nope. Yep. <laughs> and I will always make the case that like gambling on that horse race, there is a built-in like house edge on every like horse race. Like the house makes money no matter what because the lines move as people bet on different horses. Oh, and you, yeah. and you don't get it until the end. It's not like a sports bet where you would like lock in, you know, on like Patriots minus three was what the line was in the Super Bowl. Like in horse racing, if like your horse was like three to one when you bet it, but then when it goes off, it goes off at you know five to two. You get it at five to two when the race starts. Hmm. But but the algorithm right makes sure that the house makes their cut every time, right? Gotcha. But but there's a certain percentage that that cut is the vig, right? And I will say that any state lottery's vig is probably triple what that is. So like it's it's better than the lottery. Like scratch off tickets, like the return on investments roughly fifty percent, unlike the lowest like tickets. It's really bad. I would rather like OTB exists than state lotteries. What's a vig? The vig is the house edge. Oh, so, so for example, like if for something. I don't think so. I think it's just a word. It's like V-I-G? V-I-G, VIG. Yeah, okay. That doesn't sound like just a word by itself. But. Like like a VIG Newton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got VIG Newton last week. By the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like like when you play any like casino game, the house edge is uh, often referred to as the VIG. Or it's a like a sports betting term. Like when you, if you were to bet, like again, you were to bet on the Patriots minus three, you're betting 100, but only winning 90. And so the house, the VIG is 10. Vigorish, or simply the vig, also known as juice, underjuice, the cut, or the take, <laughs> is the amount charged by a bookmaker or bookie for taking a bet from a gambler. Oh, it originates from the Russian word for winnings. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the more you know. Vigorish, I think is how that's said in Russian. Yeah, I can't read the Cyrillic. Well, I can. It's, <laughs> it's vigorish. Wow, I I didn't realize those two letters showed up in the combination. <laughs> the U and the E. U, Vig. So many people are mad at me right now. <laughs> Get it right, you jerk. Yeah, we have those people that listen. <laughs> Our angry emails are going to flow in. For- fortunately, they go to uh, Charlie at GobeskyWallsport.com and no one checks that. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining all the people at the uh, OTV facility <laughs> who listen to our podcast while watching horse races. Oh, they don't just pipe it in over the, uh, <laughs> the PA system in, in between races. <laughs> <laughs> so is there a reason you bring up the Super Bowl, Adam? Uh, yes, it happened recently, since today is February 7th, 2017. <laughs> and uh, that was it. Okay, thanks. <laughs> now you're going to bring up your story later in a completely unrelated segment. I actually don't have a story. Brian oh. kept talking before we started recording about how I was going to steal some story verse. I have genuinely no idea what she was talking about. Oh, but you kept telling her not to tell the story because you were going to talk about it. You were just being a jerk. Yeah. To get her to not tell a story. <laughs> well, I didn't want to seem like I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> okay, that's that's a new strategy. <laughs> <laughs> what, lie to you about topics that I have? <laughs> yeah, I guess. The less I think you have, the less prepared I'm going to be. 
the more off the rails this is going to get immediately. <laughs> off the rails, episode 80. <laughs> so, uh, Alex. Yes. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? We were trying to, we were having this conversation earlier. Couldn't remember if you had been or not. I have not. Okay. If you were going to go on a cruise, what <laughs> <laughs> what cruise would you go on? Let's just barrel ahead anyway. <laughs> what cruise would I go on? Like, what would you what go options like, are there? I haven't even like contemplated well, this before. You could go like, you know, Europe, Caribbean, Alaska, China, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure there's Chinese cruises. Yeah. The, the Belgian Congo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cruise. <laughs> it's the Heart of Darkness cruise. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if you look up to the left, you'll see Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> What's that he's whispering? <laughs> Something about whores? A uh, horse? Uh, Belgian Congo, then. <laughs> so far, we've covered Huey Long, <laughs> Heart of Darkness. Yeah. Wow, I'm kind of cruise. I don't know. I've never even, even thought about going on a cruise, so. Like, I couldn't remember mm. if your mom had ever gone. No, she gets like seasick. She doesn't do well. And oh, that's right, you did say that. I, yeah, I'm apparently thinking of someone else. All right, where would I go on a cruise? I don't even know what kind of what part of the world do you want to go to, and think of a body of water near it. <laughs> the Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> a Suez cruise. Suez <laughs> Canal cruise. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing my uh, coast to Somalia cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no mm. great answer to this question. All right. Like, but I'm really I'm not really interested in visiting Europe that much. So I don't know. No. Mississippi so, cruise? Yeah, riverboat gambling. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Oh, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. There you go. The OTB houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> Just go on a houseboat and watch <laughs> horses run races in Australia. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I ruined my two three quinella. <laughs> What about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, probably like a European cruise, like a Mediterranean cruise. Would you do a Mediterranean cruise or like a European river cruise? Ooh. Like the ones they always advertise on PBS. Oh. Or, or Charlie, would you like to sing a song about cruises? Oh, sure. <laughs> it's like a combination segment. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Sing a song about it. Sing a song about it. There we go. All right. In the style of Uh, a cruise advertisement. What does a cruise advertisement sound like? You you watch all the like carnival cruise like advertisements, right? Those used to be a thing way back in the day. Yeah. I can't remember what they sound like. Hmm. Tequila. Is that a a cruise song? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um. Yeah, yeah, that's a cruise song. If you just want to get away soon and you want to go to to Europe, get on our Mediterranean cruise. We've got the biggest buffet in the sea. Uh, da, da. What? You gotta get to the tequila parts. <laughs> Cruises are great. Everyone should go on them and drink tequila. <laughs> Tequila. I was struggling to remember how tequila went after that. <laughs> I was making up like the end of it in my head, and it was it didn't end in tequila. And I'm like, this isn't right. I was right. imagining Pee Wee Herman doing his dance. 
That's what I associate tequila with. <laughs> oh, God. We, we are uh, topically yeah. all over the map today. <laughs> off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. <laughs> so that was our commendation. Uh, cruise tips. Sing a song about it. You didn't give any tips when you sang the song, so no. Oh, okay. But I guess now you have to give tips in order to make the combination one. You have to give tips in the form of a song. Wait, I have to do another song? Yeah. Okay. You didn't finish the first wow, song. Wow, and it, yeah, yeah, it links with cruise tips. That's nice. Yeah. If you want a discount, you better sign up your friends. We're going to go all over Europe, and then we'll take you back home. Uh, come to our European cruise. Uh, this is still an advertisement. There's no tips happening. <laughs> You have to bring your friends <laughs> to get a discount. Also, you're like the Jimmy Fallon of Sing a Song because you laugh after every line you sing. <laughs> you can just turn it into a thank you net. <laughs> also, you forgot to start the song with Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody, have you heard about the cruise? <laughs> it's the cruise to be. <laughs> Tell us more. It's got the biggest buffet in the seven seas. Everything you could eat. But bring a slot pot. If you want to get your money's worth, put it all in your purse. Take it back to your cabin. Drink tequila. All right. I think you're satisfied the requirements. I didn't want to use that one, though, because we've already given that cruise tip. <laughs> well, since apparently you've never been on a cruise, you have no fresh tips to give. That's true. I don't. Do I bring a slot pot? Is that what you said? Yeah, a slot yeah. pot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That <laughs> way <laughs> you can take the buffet with you. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing better than an all-you-can-eat buffet is a cold leftover all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> anytime you want. Yeah, buffet. anytime you want. <laughs> it's the buffet you carry around with you. <laughs> Sounds like a Tim and Eric sketch. The ultimate convenience. Sounds like the buffet. <laughs> Do you have other topics? Yeah. So um, I thought, since I couldn't come up with any good topics, that we could go around the imaginary table and ask each other popular icebreaker questions. Oh, wait, we're actually doing this? Of course we are. Because when I told yeah. Alex about this, I yeah. wasn't serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't come up with anything else before we got here. Yep. <laughs> I guess you had five minutes while Charlie was in the bathroom to think of something. Yeah. I know. I Nothing know. Nice. So, funaddict.com has a list of the 76 most powerful icebreaker questions. Fun addict? Fun, fun attic. Oh, attic. Like, like the top of Which a is house. It's only slightly better. Yes, like the top of a house. Not like a cocaine user. It's a great question to ask your friend to come down off a cocaine high. <laughs> List your 500 favorite movies. Well, my first favorite movie. No, I really love Wall Street. Mm, Wall Street, the one Falling down, really good. I think I maxed out your uh, peak Wall Street. Street. No, I think it's okay. <laughs> question number 29. Have you ever seen a ghost or alien? I've seen the movie Alien. I've seen the movie Ghost. All right. The answer is yes. <laughs> Which did you prefer? Ghost Dad. <laughs> or are we not allowed to remember that movie anymore? <laughs> yeah, that movie doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. 
all his work is stricken from the record. <laughs> I like the ghost alien mashup where Sigourney Weaver and the alien are making a pot. <laughs> <laughs> and the alien's like drooling on her as it like puts its arms around her arms. <laughs> <laughs> Does she think it's someone else? <laughs> or is she into it? She's kind of into it. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a topic, right? Just take two random movies and mash them together. Oh, movie mashup, yeah. Movie mashup. Like, you name a movie. Um, Boondock Saints. And Alex names a movie. Um, Weekend at Bernie's. All right, so Weekend at Boondock Saints. <laughs> where one of the saints dies, the other two have to convince the other mobster that he's still alive while they go through their normal... <laughs> Irish mob things. I like <laughs> by like propping him up and like pulling yeah. his trigger finger to shoot everybody in the room. No, 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 no. They've got strings attached. It's like a puppet. <laughs> the sort of operatic music playing in the background yeah. while he <laughs> murders hundreds of people while already dead. <laughs> hey, that's the tagline. It's not murder if you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question 62 was if you could have true love or 1 million pounds which would you choose 1 million pounds next question (laughs) so I can either have true love or be morbidly morbidly obese (laughs) Uh Hmm. I don't like how this suggests that you can't have both (laughs) oh the the million pounds was morbidly obese that's what I assumed oh alright we tricked you Alex Number 13, what is the longest word you know? What is the longest word I know? Longest word. You know the longest word Alexa knows. Kitten? Kitten. <laughs> Kitten? That's like, that's like 70 letters, right? Uh, that's less letters than the word longest. <laughs> uh, uh, kiloparsec? Kiloparsec. Ooh. Yeah. What about, yeah. what about uh, centiparsec? There, that's got another letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milliparsec? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, mine's a longer distance, though. Oh, distance. <laughs> oh. It's the longest. Oh. Yeah. So longest word, right? So a megaparsec? Yeah, sure. It's true. Teraparsec? Mm. Pitaparsec? Pitaparsec. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Those are all words. <laughs> Did you ever end up seeing Rogue One? No, I didn't. All right. Good topic. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Number 57. What type of car would you be? <laughs> Is there, are we envisioning like a my mother the car scenario? Yeah, if you could be one type of car. Probably a Tesla? Hmm, that'd be an ice cream truck. <laughs> Why an ice cream truck? Because <laughs> you're bringing joy to people via ice cream. And you get to play fun out of tune music. It's vaguely creepy. <laughs> there's a, around here in, in Phoenix, there's, a, there's an ice cream truck that drives around. Except it's actually like a Dodge Caravan minivan with a whole bunch of ice cream stickers just on the side. And then just like hanging off the top, there's like a loudspeaker. And it's, it's the, seriously the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Does it say free candy on the side? It could. Because they're not like big stickers. They're like the stickers you might get if you bought like a 12-pack of like good humor bars. Yeah, and there's probably like 200 of those on this on this minivan. <laughs> it covers like half of it, and it's so weird looking. Like, I can't imagine anyone going up to that and like anyone, any parent being okay with letting their kid get ice cream out of that van. <laughs> Alex, what kind of car would you be? 
It could be one of those clown cars. Like a Nissan Leaf. <laughs> or a smart car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but you got to cram like 30 people into it. Oh, well, naturally. Right, right. Would you prefer to visit Earth in 2100 or travel back to 1900? 2100. 1900 Yeah. <laughs> Name one good thing from 1900. Name one good thing that you know will happen by 2100. Donald Trump will be not with us anymore. Oh, that's true. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that? that? <laughs> <laughs> Did we come up with other topics too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, by 2100, we'll have other topics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've even mentioned that we're currently, uh, I'm in Arizona visiting Adam. Oh, yeah. I don't think we've mentioned that. Yeah. During the actual recording. Correct. Yeah. It's a recording. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been having fun all day. We have. We played mini golf. We played wow. miniature golf where you play it as it lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in trouble if you get OB. Yeah. Which we all did multiple times. <laughs> there were so many holes on the course where it was a ramp going up to a moving door. That was opening and closing, and it would just roll <laughs> straight backwards. But but the uh, the the golf courses didn't have like a little stop at the end of the course, so it would just keep rolling back out onto the pavement, down into like a ravine, <laughs> <laughs> or back into another another <laughs> hole that had like edges on the side that you basically have to chip up over. <laughs> yeah, so- yeah. Adam brought his lob wedge, so you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we. Uh, we decided two things, that we were going to play it as it lies, and that you didn't get to quit after six strokes. <laughs> <laughs> By far, the best hole was the last hole, which oh, was... Gosh. So, usually, on the last hole of almost any mini golf course, it's kind of like a, you know... Here's a chance to win a free game, but exactly. we're just going right. to take your ball. So, you pretty much get a free hole in one, but if you make the skill right. shot, you usually get a free game or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adam, how many strokes do you have on that hole? Fifty. <laughs> well so it was like it was like up a ramp all right so there was like a ramp and then there was like a a cliff for lack of a better word where the hole was and then there was like a little hole on the wall that that was the skill shot so i hit it and but i missed the skill shot hole and it hit the wall and bounced back rolled down the ramp and shot out onto the previous hole so it took me a long time to get there i think but adam had to play his way around the course (laughs) yes yeah so I'm constantly just going back and forth and back and forth, basically just going on opposite sides of hole 18, the, the course. And then right. at one, I just was like, I was like around stroke 31. It was just like mad and I just hit it and it just rolls and it goes up the ramp all the way up, almost to the end. And then it rolled right back down and out again. <laughs> like we all thought it was going to make it. <laughs> it was worth the 10 minutes of watching him do these shots, honestly. <laughs> And then there was another one he got it. Like, this whole thing was covered by, like, a grate, basically. Yeah. So that you, so that you can't it. drop the ball in. Yeah, yeah. You can't walk yeah. over oh, okay. and put it in. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He managed to chip shot it up on top of the grate. So he had to shoot from from on top of the whole structure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, of course, overshot. And so it went back into hole 17. <laughs> and if not for that hole, he would have won. <laughs> yeah, by a long I, I, shot. Uh, we, we calculated if we had played the game... With the official, you're done after six yep, strokes, six. Yeah, then yeah. I would have won by one stroke. Right. But as it was, I lost yeah. by like 20. <laughs> by the way, I'd like to point out that I lost by 20 when my final score was 102. <laughs> uh, I believe I uh, the last time I went uh, miniature golfing, I made the skill shot, which was 19, hole 19, Okay. after having aced hole 18. So 
So I was on a tear at the end. Nice, yeah. For the win. And I was also playing Valorous Strokes. That was a pretty good Oh, yeah. Back to gambling. Yeah. I know. Back to gambling. And Brian had a couple of nice holes, too, where there was one that was, I think, a windmill or something with a door that opened, and she'd gotten knocked backwards out of bounds, and there was a... Um, a bench. A bench. So she hit one from out from under the bench, and I think she ended up under the bench, the exact same bench, two more times. <laughs> well, my favorite part was I could see her, like, lining up to hit the ball. And I say uh-huh. to Charlie, she's going to hit the post of the bench. And sure enough, she hit the post, and it went off onto the fence. So it took her, like, two strokes to get it away from the fence. And it... <laughs> And so then she like knocked it and it hit the sidewalk and then rolled right back to where it was the first time. (laughs) (laughs) We all had holes like that, though. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like a difficult uh, miniature golf course. Only if you play like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If out of bounds is still in bounds, then yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's almost impossible. (laughs) There were a couple of situations where there were water hazards that if we had fallen into them, we would have basically lost. (laughs) <laughs> we had to go fishing around in a gigantic pond we'd never have gotten out of <laughs> i was prepared though i was mentally ready to just start swinging at the ball underwater taking off your shoes and socks <laughs> you relish the chance <laughs> but luckily there weren't a lot of other people playing or else i'm not sure we could have gotten away with what we were doing yeah <laughs> and i found a free token at the arcade oh you did and Ooh. used it to get five tickets and i bought a chinese finger trip which he's currently trapped in. Yep. <laughs> it's only been three days. It's all right. <laughs> it will eventually disintegrate. Right? Right, guys. <laughs> and then we went to Chinese Buffet and we're miserable. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Because it was pricey, so we felt like we needed to get our money's worth, but <laughs> it sort of backfired on us. Reminds me of the Lewis C.K. line. Your meal's not over when you're full. The meal's over when you hate yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, that was immediately before we started recording. So I just came in last night, very late, like midnight. So today, tomorrow, and Thursday, I'll be here for the full day. So a lot of board games played and a lot of video games checked out. Oh, yeah, I guess you get to play Nintendo games. Yeah, Alex, just watch out. I'm going to play them all. (laughs) Hey, Alex. Yes. What was your favorite childhood toy? childhood toy probably the super nintendo yeah that's a good answer it is it's tough to beat that yeah i think the playstation came along too late i think for it to be called a childhood toy for me i I, I had a stick that was shaped like a gun did you yeah i found it outside (laughs) nice (laughs) like a pistol or like a yeah rifle okay no no, like a pistol or a phaser oh nice i had a gun shaped like a stick oh (laughs) hey charlie yeah if you, uh, if you could be any letter of the alphabet, what letter would you be? Oh, uh, I would be probably lowercase l. My lowercase l? Because it's really thin. Oh, I so instantly lose a bunch of weight. So it's something for you to aspire to? <laughs> yep. Okay. And there goes Charlie's anorexia. <laughs> a year from now, that's, that was my New Year's resolution. I want to look like a lowercase l. <laughs> Just a straight line, up and down, no angles. <laughs> no angles. Thin head. <laughs> it's gonna be no hard to speak of. That's gonna be hard when you have a basketball for a head. <laughs> well, that's why this is aspirational. Oh, I see. <laughs> so what letter do you aspire to be, Adam? Oh, what letter do I aspire to be? Yes. Uh. <laughs> hmm. I probably aspire to be an Aleph. Oh. Why is that? 
because it's uh, all the countable numbers. Oh, okay. So you're infinite. Yep. <laughs> infinite but countable. Yes. Countably infinite. <laughs> Alex? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think you were going to have to answer this question, did I was, you? Yeah, I was just trying to be quiet and not have to answer it. <laughs> Is that the head bounce to the teacher doesn't call on you approach? <laughs> We're going to go with Enya. Ooh. You have to pick up your pen twice to write that. Right, exactly. And the only reason was to elicit that response. Because <laughs> <laughs> you knew we would like the answer. Right, right, right. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Pleasing the host, that's fine. What's Enya's big hit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sail away. That's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> The earlier part where they sing a song about it. I thought that's what you meant, Alex. Is like, am I going to have to sing Enya? Is that what you're talking about for cruise ship songs? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> we'll get auto tune all set up. You'll be fine. <laughs> Would you rather be a hot or a cold drink? It's no room temperature option. <laughs> Lukewarm drink. <laughs> I would like to be a glass of water that's been sitting on the counter for six hours. <laughs> Some dust has settled, but not a lot. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Ooh, table water. Table water. <laughs> <laughs> what drink would you like to be? I'd like to be the water in a vase with flowers in it. <laughs> you know you're not supposed to drink that. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> these ones and the rest of these aren't very interesting. Oh, those were interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting ones. So that's great. All right, I found one on a different thing. What word would you add to the dictionary if you could, and what would it mean? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. About songxiety. Songxiety. Yeah. That's, that's where I have to sing a song about it, and I'm not. <laughs> I can't do it. It's where Charlie gets anxiety about recording a podcast. <laughs> Maybe you should sing a song about your song anxiety to the tune of Sail Away. (laughs) Okay. Uh, When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. Sing a song, sing a song, sing a song about what, about what, about what. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Please just let me go. Let me go. <laughs> that might be your best one. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I didn't know the rest of the song. <laughs> I don't actually wanted. know the rest of the song. I think that is it. Pretty hey, cool. everyone, everyone. Everybody. <laughs> Adam, what would your word be? Uh, beyond barosatude. What? Barosatude. 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 No, was I? Are you bored with attitude? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Like, give an example. Well, like you're. Use at, it in a sense. Uh, you're at an Olympic event, right? Mm-hmm. And the the Olympic event is about how boring you can be, but you have to have a specific attitude about being boring, oh. so that they judge you because it's a judging event. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the conditions for this word. <laughs> But that was the question. Any word. That's right. Any word. Not any usable word. Just any word. <laughs> Alex, do you have an answer for this? Let me see. I try to come up with a word that has a lot of consonants but no vowels. And so you couldn't really pronounce it. Yeah, that. 
What does it mean? I haven't come up with the meaning yet. I just make words that would have to work their way into common speech. You know, you just replace, like, I don't know, television with fuggle fuggle F-G-L-T-H-P. After a long day at work, I just like to, you know, veg out in front of the fuggle What's so hard to understand about that? Did you see Jimmy Fallon on fuggle last night? Adam. Yes. If you could swim in any liquid, what would it be and why? Hmm. Guess you don't want anything too sticky. <laughs> so that probably uh, rules out like Coke. Oh, I could say maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe some uh, maybe some lemonade, hmm. but without sugar. Oh, so just <laughs> lemon water. Lemon, okay. <laughs> some sort of acidic, irritating water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be refreshing. All right. What about you? Uh, like liquid rock, like magma, but it was like cold. It's, can I make up a liquid? Liquid cold magma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a fascinating thing to answer as an icebreaker. <laughs> First day of work. Can I change my work. answer to mercury? <laughs> <laughs> There goes there goes Charlie Liquid Cold Magma Wallace. <laughs> Nobel Talk Prize around. winner. Talk around the magma cooler. <laughs> really wish I could swim in liquid ice. <laughs> guys, guys, just imagine it's like ice, but it's a liquid. Liquid. I like Alex's question was better than this one <laughs> i just picked the first one on google search i've, I've had to dig through this one like you gotta, oh, you gotta yeah. google for bad icebreaker questions Ooh. like like what city in america should not be included on a map why Terre Haute. <laughs> 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 oh these are really bad what's your favorite curse word and how often do you use it <laughs> how many handbags do you own <laughs> currently yeah yeah yeah. that's a slice breaker question <sighs> define own <laughs> are, are totes included what about satchels fanny packs are those handbags chrome bags chrome bags <laughs> here's an icebreaker question on an icebreaker website ready yep in what month did you file your tax return this year <laughs> <laughs> this that's year? how i break the ice yeah this year uh july <laughs> oh, you don't say. What's your social security number? <laughs> what was the name of your third grade teacher? <laughs> Last year you required a pin when you filed your returns. What was that number? What per- was the name of your first best friend? <laughs> Who was the first person you kissed? What was the name of the hospital you were born in? <laughs> Apparently, there's an icebreaker whereby everyone takes off their shoes and they have to pick up a random shoe and try to figure out who it belongs to. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds like a bad icebreaker to me. This shoe smells. So I'm assuming that's Phil's. <laughs> hey, Charlie. Yeah. If you were an American gladiator, what would your name be? Ooh. Sumo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why he's trying to look like L. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, how about like. Twister. It wouldn't be liquid cold magma. <laughs> no. He's still right in front of me. Of course it would be. <laughs> Mine would be asphalt. <laughs>
Asphalt? Mm -hmm. No, that's not bad. That's actually pretty good. I'm just imagining the show. <laughs> up next in the joust, he's up against liquid cold magma. <laughs> he's like a rock, but he's slow. <laughs> and he doesn't hold together well. <laughs> <laughs> he's so gelatinous, it's hard to knock him off the podium. <laughs> Adam? Yes. Would you rather spend the rest of your life in love with a rich person or a poor person? Wait, wait that's it? <laughs> that's it. That, that's the question. Rich. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Show me rich. Oh, yes, that's the number one answer <laughs> of two. <laughs> we got to get the, the family feud like Bing. Noise. <laughs> uh, plaid? No, I'm sorry. Plaid's not on the board. Is it Nightman? <laughs> An animal you eat that doesn't eat you. <laughs> Dragon? <laughs> Alex, what's your American gladiator name? Uh, it's Xtreme, but it starts with the letter X. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's hip. Yeah, what would your I know. what would your event be? Ooh, uh, the you know the giant like hamster ball thing where you run around okay. inside of it and try to get to the thing. Oh, what do yeah. they call that? Oh, what's the name of that? Now I gotta Google it. Uh... Oh yeah, and like the steam comes up over it when you. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, over yeah. The you thing. get into the thing. What is the name of that? Uh... Well, there's the one. There's the one where you run around and you throw the stuff in like the waste baskets, like the balls. I think that's Powerball, right? Powerball would look a fun. Atlasphere is it? Atlasphere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Joust, and what else was there? There was the, the one where they had the tennis ball cannon, and you had to shoot, oh, run through yeah, the... Oh, the, yeah, it was like a gauntlet, maybe? No, I think gauntlet it was, was gauntlet. Different. Where's the one where you have to climb the, the wall, and there's like... The wall. Is it no, I think wall? it's just the wall, yeah. You got like a 10-second head start or something yeah. before they started to come after you. Right. Like a real-life crazy climber. And what is the game with the, the tennis balls? I have, I have like the list, the Wikipedia list of uh, Assault, I believe. Assault, yes. Yes, was the one with the tennis ball. Like, And then they had different like weapons to hit the target above them. Oh, nice. Seven kick-ass direct openers that break the ice and get to the point. Okay. Hey, I just saw you over there and had to come over and tell you what I think you're very cute. Do not look at me while you say that. <laughs> wow, I love your style. You're Swedish, right? In parentheses, assume her nationality. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just look for bad icebreakers. <laughs> Excuse me, what would you say if I told you you're the cutest girl I've seen in the last five minutes? Are you on the pickup artist website? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say are that. Gonna get, are we going to get to the negging part? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> PUATraining.com. <laughs> hey, babe, I'd like to... <laughs> Buy you a soda, but better make it a diet. <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> I want to know more about this asshole. Ooh, I like making bad decisions. What's this guy about? <laughs> well, my judgment's already impaired, so why not? <laughs> that probably about wraps it up for another I think so, of the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Once we start trolling the pickup artist websites, I think. I think we're about done. I'm uh, I'm your host, Asphalt Plasma. <laughs> and I'm your second host, Liquid Cold Magma. And we have with us our special, or our frequent special guest. Extreme. <laughs> See y'all next time, yo. <laughs> I will end you. I don't know how these end. <laughs>
Don't they usually have some like phrase or other like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <coughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Charlie's court, deal with it. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallacereport.com you can also check out our facebook page the gobeski wallace report oh right and we're also now we're on twitter and you can follow us at gw report so see you then later Here's another icebreaker question. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. What was the name of an early ship designed to operate in icy conditions? It's a 51-meter wooden paddle steamer built in the city of Philadelphia in 1837. Wait, your icebreaker is a trivia question? (laughs) Yeah. About icebreakers? (laughs) Adam really hates me right now. (laughs) Is that on the list or did you just make that up? (laughs) It's an icebreaker about icebreakers. (laughs) Oh, I, I I would have thought like a pickaxe would have made a better like icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs>